Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the men's room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. Unfortunately, what you're about to hear is real. The members of this radio program are simply not that bright. Or what some people would call educated. They are merely stupid. They're not trying to offend anyone on purpose. And all have played doctors on TV. You have been warned and are cordially invited to join the party. This is the men's room. Forget it, man, and get with the countdown. Get, 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 get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off the Kicksville. The trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip ones, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a kite. This is the men's room with Miles and Thrill. You know what they say, shake your radio more than three times, and you're playing with it. You're listening to The Men's Room. And away we go. Welcome to season 19, episode number 4032. Along with Steve the Throw Hill, the Chad Smith, and my car. On tap today, the return of Who Sucks Less. We will play profile this. Plus headlines, the men's room shot of the day, fun with listener emails, and everyone's favorite. TV time with Tim. Click, clack. Drink it a drink. All right, here we go. Florida woman tries to beat a pee test by milking her dog for a sample. Mm. Meanwhile, if you trap squirrels and then paint them, you are setting a really bad example. Woman has her pet hamster stuffed and dressed as a pole dancer. Officer, if you are wondering what is in my glove compartment, a woman is the answer. And to England, where blokes are hitting the gym this January. That is all coming on today's very special episode of The Men's Room. And now, here's the question. Hola, bitches. Good day to you and yours. All right, ever heard of the saying, don't ask how the sausage is made? Basically, it's a way of saying, don't ask questions you don't want the answer to. But it's also quite literal. Case in point, a YouTube video popped up on social media that shows in detail how hot dogs are made. And the result was multiple viewers vowing to never eat hot dogs again. And it is actually pretty bad when you watch the video. Now, it's not that they have a moral stance. They were just grossed out. And now, they've sworn off hot dogs. 
Now we talk about actress Jennifer Coolidge, who you might know as Stifler's mom. Oh, yeah. Now, she may or may not eat hot dogs, but she's vowed to never go on a boat again. Now, as best we can tell, she's never been a fan of them in the first place, but according to her, filming on a boat in the middle of the ocean for the show The White Lotus, it really freaked her out. And after they were done wrapping up the scene, she said she is done with watercraft of any kind forever. It just got into her head. Nothing happened. She just considered the possibilities and said, this is not for me. Then there's a woman who you've never heard of, says she's never going to fly again. She'd only flown one time before, but on her latest and last flight, she was left, quote, terrorized after the plane she was on rapidly climbed 600 feet to avoid hitting another plane. That was enough for her. Now, you need to understand, when the plane did this, she initially thought it was turbulence, which scared her, but she could deal with that. When the pilot then went over the intercom and explained what really happened, that was the end for her, because, again, he just explained how the sausage was made. And the bad part is, she was just trying to fly home after a cruise in the Bahamas. But speaking of the Bahamas, we're guessing that a 10-year-old boy just might not ever want to get in the water again. You see, he was visiting an aquarium on Paradise Island earlier this week, and he participated in an underwater thing called Walking with Sharks. Yeah, the kid was attacked and bitten by at least one, possibly more. And as you'd imagine, neither he nor his family are pleased. So look, it could be trauma, it could be anger, it could be sheer boredom, it could be a movie, it could be a TV show. But today, we want to know, what happened to make you say, I will never do that again? To be a part of the big show, call 206-803-ROCK. You can like The Men's Room on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Men's Room Live, and send your emails to The Men's Room at KISW.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers over think your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The debauchery rolls on. You're listening to The Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. 99.9 KISW. Hold the tell us away we go. Welcome to season 19, episode number 4032. 
What a large and in charge program we have for you today. Guaranteed future repeat on this oh so lovely Wednesday. Yes, it's what beautiful. A, what a beautiful day. Exciting return of Who Sucks Less. Steve, you bring us three stories from the news each and every week. They always suck. It is up to us, though, to determine out of the three stories which one sucks the least. It's amazing that you can find these stories with people doing bad things. Yeah, and in this case, it's not the worst thing, but in all three stories, Mike, I think you'll agree. You just ask yourself, why did this happen? Yes. Why did you make the decision? Yeah, none of these stories had to happen. It's just people being people for no reason. Okay. Oh, and lucky you, as we do every Monday through Friday, you get more Men's Room exclusively on Odyssey and the Odyssey app with the Men's Room Happy Hour. Uh, coming up on episode number 524, uh, let's just say that uh, I have gotten to the point where lately I have uh, been slightly irritated by the way that people are driving. Sure. So my car got into a collision. Uh, it took about, uh, car's still drivable. It, it took about three weeks for the car to be able to get into the shop. Okay? Mm-hmm. So in the time being, I drove a car that was smashed up on the front hood and all that stuff. When I had the car for those three weeks... Two more people almost crashed into me in Ballard. Right. Which is insane. I mean, I have one guy almost do the exact same thing to my car, except for on the other side. Um, then I go and take my car to the shop. Finally, they gave me a Enterprise rental car. Mm-hmm. I've had this car now for about a week, I think, today. I almost got hit this morning, and I've almost gotten hit one other time with the rental car. Right. Now, this is all within two months of me. I'm thinking people don't like you. People just not paying attention and, 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 and almost hitting the car, right? So what I have for you guys today is from the Washington State Department of Transportation. I have 10 questions from the written part of the driver's test. All right. So we're all just right. going to do a basic 10-question uh, sample, so to speak. There's 40 questions, I believe, uh, yeah, something like that. on the test. And we'll just see how we all do in here. Because I'm just curious if we all know really how to drive or not. Because I have taken this test the whole way through. I did pass. I passed with one extra question than, than yeah. I needed. So if it was like 27 questions, I got 28. I what mean, I would think do? I probably took it the most recent is I physically lost my ID. So I had to retake the written test and the driving test in 2014. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm hoping that helps. All right. So 10 sample questions. You can play along at home and see how your driving skills are coming up with the Men's Room Happy Hour in episode number 524. By the and, way, uh, Miles, yeah. someone here says, Miles, was it Vicky? Did my mom hit your car? No, Remember, Vicky, his mom's been... Andy you did don't not know hit that. my car. Oh, that Andy? Yeah. yeah. No, Andy, your mom did not hit my car. As far as you know. No. Actually, uh, I've had uh, pretty good luck knocking on wood in Tacoma. It's always up here in the in my, basically within in a mile, mile, mile of my house, two miles of my house, going to the grocery store, all that stuff. I mean, that's how I got smacked the last time, coming back from frickin' Fred Meyer. Mm-hmm. To tell you how that happened, Ted. Well, you were going straight. Somebody made a left. Well, y- yes, they. I was in the left lane. They were in the right lane, uh, coming down Leary, and they just from the right lane turned into my car. Because apparently you can just do that. Oh, just didn't look in the no, blind just spot. Sma- but I was I was in front of them. And then they sped <laughs> There's up. No blind they spot. sped up and then went into me. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. What happened was this. I needed a new comforter for my bed. I go to Fred Meyer. Sure. All right. Freddie's got covered. Yeah. Two new pillows. I'm a brand new year, new me, getting rid of the old yellow pillows, get a new comforter. I get the comforter home. The little magnetic tag that they have, it's like a sensor tag to keep people from stealing. Uh, stealing. You can't get those off. Correct. They left that on the blanket. So I had to go back to Fred Meyer so they could run it through the magnet thing to take that thing off before I put it in the washing machine. All right. On the way back. That's when you got hit. That's when I got hit. 
Mm. It messed up my car pretty bad. Her car was messed up uh, pretty bad, too. But either way, we'll do driving test. If you don't have the Odyssey app, download it now. It's absolutely free. And then from there, search for the men's room. You're going to find all things men's room in, uh, on one page there. All the different podcasts we do from the daily podcast, best of weekly podcast that comes out. If you just have 45 minutes and you want to catch up on some of the uh, highlights of the show from the uh, prior week, mm. uh, that is there for you as well. So all that and more on the Odyssey app. And again, that's absolutely free. We'll see you coming up at 6 o'clock. And today, we're going to talk about things that uh, that happened to you that basically made you say, I will never do that again. Yeah. I will never do that again. There, there's all kinds of things that I have never done, but plan on never doing. Sure, that's one thing. Like, I don't need, like bungee jumping. I don't yeah. need, I've never done it. I don't need to do it. I'm fine to never right. do it. There are things that I have done, and I've just said, look... I'm not. I'm not doing this anymore. And, and I've and I've got uh, a lot of ones that are just not as big of a deal. But it's just the way my mind works. Once I set my mind to do something or try to be the best that I can at it, I make a mental note to not do it anymore. And about ten to fifteen years ago, I had a pretty long night, like three o'clock in the morning night. Right. One, one of those real, real long late nights. And that was when I made up the decision that I will no longer withdraw money from an ATM. After midnight. Yeah. Unless it's an absolute emergency. Unless the situation, and I'm not talking, you know what I mean as far as an emergency. Sure, it's not sure. like, you know, I got I get a chance to get laid with a hooker. That's not an emergency. I'm talking That's about. That's an opportunity. Yeah, exactly. So to keep myself out of trouble, now I have moved that back to 11 p.m. All right. So 11 p.m. is now my time that I'm not getting any more money. It doesn't mean I can't use a credit card. But. When you okay. use a credit card, typically your business transactions are different are legitimate. than the ones that you make with cash. That is correct. correct. So the that, last time I took money out of an ATM after midnight, I was going to a gentleman's club. Exactly. Yeah, I was buying drugs. Exactly. I mean, yeah, like, I mean right. It's it. pretty much only vice stuff. Right. After Everything midnight, else, you cash. I can put it on debit look, like this. Yeah. Can't do it. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's an emergency, but if I was at a bachelor party and, and we were... Down in Portland. I mean, I would be like, oh, man, it's 11.15. All right, the hell with it. I'll, I'll get another 100 out. But sure. it's going to take that type of a situation for me to go, okay, I'm going to take money. Right. I know what I'm trying to avoid. And that is uh, uh, basically the damage that I could do or the mental state that I can put myself in. That's why I tried to buy drugs before midnight. And about the same time I did that. Plan ahead. Yeah. That, you know, honest to God, man. Like, look, if I decide that I want to buy drugs and it's already after midnight, I don't need them then. Because it means mm-hmm. I have not been doing them. Right. But if I can get this taken care of by 6, 8 p.m., like by midnight, I don't need more cash. I'm in a great place. I'm exactly yep, where yep. I wanted to be. And in the Sounds world, stupid, and, 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 but plan and, ahead. <laughs> and you waste your drugs right. when you buy it after midnight, because at that point, even if you're still going strong, you only have a few hours left before your body's going to take you out, right? right? Yep. So my thing is I, I like to have a good presence of mind if I'm going to be high. Sure. And as far as drugs go, just the common drugs. Uh, and I know common drugs include methamphetamine and fentanyl. I'm, I've never gone down that road before. Sure. But, you know, again, back about 15 years ago when we were at the Gorge and it was Velvet Revolver and Allison Chains and uh, Ted, you did the stage announcement that night and I took mushrooms. Now, I'd taken some other things, too, which I normally can handle pretty well. Mushrooms are one of those things that I am not. I, I have a very difficult time processing just the actual buzz. Sure. For whatever reason, my mind, it just doesn't it doesn't click the way it used to. Mm-hmm. So since that point in time, and I know for a fact, I will 
more than I will find other ways to get to that destination. Sure, you just don't need shrooms. I'm just doing. I can't do mushrooms because I can't gauge how much to eat and how much to not eat. Because the last time I all did it, you've got last time I did it, <laughs> there was man. That's was, my approach was, every time. Like I'm eating everything yeah. in this bag. Well, I, I said, man, it was at the end of the bag, and I know who gave it to me, and he handed them to me, and he, he said, man, there's one good stem in here, but just you know, just eat the dust in the corner, and the dust was pretty thick. Yeah. You know? So I eat that. I'm like, you think that's going to be enough? He's like, oh, man, the dust is the most powerful part. You're going to be fine. And I'm like, the most powerful part. He's like, yeah, without question. It's like the key. It's like Keef on weed. Sure. And I was like, oh, no, because I'd already done other things. And all of a sudden, yeah. this thing hits. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> man, <laughs> this is not pleasant for me. This is not fun. I'm probably never going to choose to do this drug ever again. Right. I've had my fun times on it. But the last few times I did it. It, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm cuddled up in a ball uh, in, the, in the grass, the gorge. I have my sweatshirt over my knees, and I rock back and forth for at least an hour. Everyone was, asking me, is that Miles was, okay? That was how I spent my night. I was like, so, does the effing look okay? By the way, the show... Obviously, but leave him alone. Two, leave him alone. He's and, in a high world. And it would have, it would have been anybody else. I don't care, but that's two great bands. Mm-hmm. You know, Velvet Revolver and Alice in Chains. I don't think Alice in Chains have played in a while together. All right, so the other funny part about that story is the way you always tell it, it's like... I don't know, like I saw Ted, then he's on stage, and then he's next to me again. But, I mean, that's an hour oh, yeah. <laughs> of me, like, getting right. down, getting backstage, yeah. getting through security, doing the you're stage like, announcement, you, like, hanging over, out. You lean over me, and you're like, do you want to go down and do this with me? Or, and I'm like, God, no. Like, <laughs> right, so no, it's, it's a legit no. hour for me to get yeah. down there. I remember talking to Duff, first time I had a Fiji water. He's like, I'm nervous. Was well, that your first time you had Fiji? Fuji, Fiji. It's a Fiji. 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 It is Fiji, right? Yeah, because I'm just standing back there, and we had interviewed Duff like earlier that week, and I'm yeah. like, hey, but I had never, I don't think I had met him, so I'm like, hey, I'm Ted, and he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, how you feeling? I'm like, super nervous. I'd like to go out on that stage. He's like, me too, is at the time, he hadn't played there. Oh, so God, I was right, like, right. I don't know about you guys. Sometimes when I get nervous, my mouth gets really, really dry. If you yeah. know you yeah. have to speak, and he, yeah. And you know Duff. He's like, no worries. Comes, and I'm like, ah, oh, the good stuff. Fiji, never had it. And then, right, we do the stager. Then it takes a while. There's other people back there I know. But by the time I get back up to the hill, like, I'm ready to party. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's some listeners. They're like, hey, we got all this weed. We got a light. I said, ah, uh, hang on. Let me see. So I go over, and I'm like, hey, Miles, we found some weed. And you just looked up at me and said, I don't want to smoke. And I, I just kind of, was, I just, like, backed away. And I was like, okay. Whoa. And then they were like, what's up? And I was like, that's very yeah. rare. I said, I'm going to leave him alone. <laughs> that's <laughs> all I asked anyone. Then, like, just leave him alone. Right, just, right, just let him be. You did this. And then I look over, and you're right beside me again. And I'm like, <laughs> what is happening? What, what is going on? And then the other thing that was freaking me out was Scott Weiland. And it sounds strange, but Scott Weiland, he, he could command a stage. Great the way, front man. The way that he danced and the way he moved around, from my view, it did not look like his feet were actually touching the stage <laughs> and the floor. It looked like he was, like, levitating, and his legs were just, you he know. He was, like, man. And his legs were just, like, moving like a snake, you know. And I, I, I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, man. He's like floating. He must have him like suspended or something. Man, it's crazy. <laughs> no, he's, he's just dancing. Yeah, he's dancing. You're high. <laughs> Basically, that's, that's what I'm seeing. I'm I, like, I will say, the first time I saw on? him, he does move kind of. He did move in a different way. He does. Like, his, like the way he could bend his back and stuff. Right. I'm a great front man. When he's, he moves mm. the way that your buddy moves or your buddy's hammered at the bar. And Correct. you're just trying to pay your tab and get out of there before it completely falls over. Yeah. And you just see them kind of gyrating. They're just keeping their, their, their balance, essentially. That's how Scott Weiland moved. Yeah. Like, get really hammered, give him a microphone, let him go. Right. Yep. That was, uh, I mean, honest to God, that's what it always reminds me And you're me right. Of. I did it at a tailgate this year. What's that? Just, it was the bright Scott early. Weiland dance? Yeah, and it was the <laughs> day after we had done our event out at 88, Pub 884. 
Oh, wow. So I wake up, it just shampoo effect, and like I'm at this tailgate, and just like by like the third time, you kind of inadvertently bump into somebody. My buddy's just like, "Hey man, we we got a couple chairs, just take a play." I was like, "You're right, you're right, sorry." Yeah, Sit down, yeah, exactly. <laughs> take it easy. <laughs> so our question: What happened to make you say, "I will never do that again"? Two zero six eight zero three rock. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest five G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. KISW. The shenanigans continue. This is the men's room with Miles and Thrill. Our question, what happened to make you say, I will never do that again? 206-803-ROCK. Got a text here. It says, I love spicy foods, but I will never do the one chip challenge ever again. It involved a bunch of sweating and trying to puke it up. Plus, it tasted like an old stale Dorito. That's been sitting on the counter for six months. I know about a year ago. My kid was hanging out with all of his knucklehead buddies, six or seven deep. The father of one of the kids was like, dude, let's do the one chip challenge. So look, when you're a kid and a parent says, let's do, you are in. Yep. So before I get to the story, the first thing I asked my kid was, did you do it? He said, absolutely not. I go, really? Why not? He goes, some of the other guys did it. But he goes, look, dad, I'm young. I've seen the videos. Nothing about it. Looks good. I'm not stupid. You know, okay, everyone right. that's done it looks absolutely miserable. It's like, I, I don't want to feel the way they apparently felt. But two or three of his friends did it, and they went down in flames. It's a horrible experience. But the son of the father that suggested it, he's having a real hard time with this, okay? So to help him puke it up or, or cool down his guts or whatever, he got a milk, right? The old standby. So this kid chugs basically about half a gallon of milk. Well, there's another problem. The kid's also lactose intolerant. Oh, no. So he said, and because I'm looking at this guy, I'm like, why... Did you suggest this to the kids? He's like, you know, it was spur of the moment. I thought it'd be a great idea. Thought they'd have fun. And he goes, my kid got it the worst. So basically, my kid is laying in the hall, rocketing diarrhea out of one end and just projectile vomiting in the other. He's like, it was bad. Damn. Yeah, spice stuff. Because we were still in Baltimore. I did that shark attack one. That 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 wasn't even a hot sauce. That's a hot additive that I believe it was a teaspoon or tablespoon per gallon of liquid. Yeah. Look, I can't even and do a Nashville. I can't even do saying, a Nashville hot chicken sandwich. That was so bad. Like when that one chip challenge started going around, people were like, would you do it? I'm like, no, hell no. I, the only thing I did like that, I was in New Orleans, and I don't know if this place is still there. It was a sushi joint, but the guy had a, a 
basically, you can get your sushi for free if you can swallow the uh, wasabi dragon head. So this guy, he sculpts a dragon head out of wasabi, and it's maybe an inch and a half long. It's not like the biggest piece of wasabi. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hell, I'm kind of poor. So anytime you have a challenge to, you know, save money, I'm in, man. So I pop this wasabi dragon head in my mouth, and I realized my mistake, and so did the owner, because he starts screaming with this thick Japanese accent, do not chew! If you just swallow it, maybe it'll hurt later when you're trying to get rid of it. But once you bite into it, man, and basically it's like tear gas. I didn't realize that. Anyway, I got through it. And yes, there's tears and snot running out of my nose and all that. So in addition to getting your sushi for free, which I did get it for free, you got to write your name in Sharpie on his wall. What I did not pay attention to before I did this challenge, there were three names up there. Yeah. And that was it. So I added the fourth and I'm like... I need to make a mental note of that next time. So, yeah, any of those spicy mm-hmm. challenges like... No atomic nah, wings, dude. none of that crap. Not yeah, Miles, I'm with you. I also feel like you reach a certain age for, like... Don't get me wrong. This summertime, if it's there, I'll still play beer pong or whatever. Sure, sure, But you sure. just kind of... Like, drinking challenges really go by the wayside. They do. Because like you just tw- end up drunk, and you're not... Yeah. You know, like you said, now you're seated in a chair while everyone else is still partying. I'm, I'm not even talking about that. I'd look... Uh, fresh squeeze lemonade gives me the worst heartburn in the world. Orange juice will give me heartburn. Yep, yep. Bloody Marys will give me heartburn. Margaritas will give me heartburn. All those things. It's not that I've sworn them off, but more than likely... You know what you I, get I, into. I, that's not a good idea for me to get into that. So it's not that I'll never have a margarita again or never have a Bloody Mary again. I just try to keep them, you know, limited it, in the amount of time to drink them. Yeah. Because no, I know it's going to kill me. What's worse to you, though? Because, Miles, I believe this was you. Is it worse if someone says, hey, here's a plate... On this plate is one of our spiciest wings, right? The ghost pepper, mm-hmm. whatever the hell it is. And you go, all right. Or when they get a dozen of the wings and they tell you one of these is the oh, ghost pepper. That. I've done I was going to ask, what I've, is I've, worse I've, to you? Like, I've done that. I've had like one Like you of those. just want to eat wings, but they tell you, I know you ordered wings because you just want to. You're not here for a challenge. We're telling you we dropped one of these in your dozen well, wings. Well, here, the way it worked for me when I got one of those is that... <laughs> It doesn't taste any different than any of the other wings. How long does it take for you to figure it out? It doesn't take... But the heat comes from the inside. Oh, it's not really correct. so much on your tongue. Right. As much as you just start getting hot and your body starts to warm up. And just, and so you're not even sure... <laughs> if you've eaten If it. that was the wing before or the wing that you're eating right now. Because you don't know the time frame on how long that stuff kicks in. Uh-huh. So I wasn't even sure which one it was, but I knew I had one. See, I don't and that, like was, that. that was not the worst. That that is not as bad. That does not give me heartburn. It might burn. It hurts, but, but it's not heartburn. But it's not heartburn. It's like the peppers. Forget what, what kind of peppers they are, but like like our buddy Chandler, he was growing some on his deck, and it's only like one out of every twenty or thirty of them is hot. But so he was like, "Yeah, go ahead, man." And I eat one. It happened to be a hot, and I was dying. And I'm like, "Why did you do that to me?" He's like, "I didn't know it'd be that one." <laughs> Sorry, man. But like, I think some restaurants serve them too, and I've done the same thing. Is they like fire roast them, and they're good. Yep. But if you get an order of like twelve or thirteen, you don't know which one's going to be the hot one. Is this the uh, shishito peppers or something? Maybe that's what it is. Because my wife hooked them up. So my anytime we go out, if you have those fried shishitos, those she's are the great ones, right? Yeah, the little ones. yeah. So now she goes to the store, just buys the shishitos, and does them herself at home. Say, nice Sunday night, Monday night, one of the two nights. We're watching football, and just like you're saying, Ted, she had a bowl of about twenty of them. She's popping them in her mouth, no problem. Maybe the fourth one, man. She double hands a glass of water, chugs this whole thing, and like doing the woo. God, I'm like. What's going on? She's like, for, for no reason at all, that one shishito is like 40 times hotter than the rest. Yeah. What's up? What happened to make you say, I will never do that again? 206-803-ROCK. Guess who it is, Ted? James. James. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. 
What's up, guys? How are you, James? I'm good. Okay. So what what did will, you give up? I will never try snowboarding again. <laughs> How many times have you tried it? Once. Okay, and that was, you understood that you were not equipped to were do this. Were you able to get up and, and make a little bit of a run of it? I was not, no. Okay, so you're basically <laughs> on your ass the entire day. I mean, that is how the first day of snowboarding goes, though, for most people. Yeah, so my brother had been pestering me to try it with him. He'd been doing it a while, and I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot. So we're up at Crystal Mountain, and he doesn't start me off on the little slope. He takes me all the way to the top. And I'm like, okay. Wait, what so diamond are we talking here? Um, I haven't been enough to know, but it was the very, the very top of the... Yeah, was it a black like, where, the, where, like, the Summit House is? Like, that restaurant? It was a pet there. Oh, oh, I was here in the black area. That, yeah, they, he should not... Black Diamond? It, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's not where you want to start anybody on these things. All right. Yeah, and I, di- I didn't know that. So, <laughs> And and I'm a, I'm a big guy, round, not tall. And you, you get big guys on slippery stuff, and it doesn't go well. So I got maybe... I don't know. Football field down, and I couldn't. I couldn't keep up. So I'm just like, I try, I'm like, all right, maybe I'll walk down to the next, the next I, yeah. lift, and I'll I'll lift my way down. That didn't work because the snow was too deep. So <laughs> finally, someone saw me struggling, and they ended up having to call the rescue team to come get me. Wait, what was <laughs> your situation that they called the rescue team? Were you just that bad at it? I was that bad. I'm fat and I couldn't stand up. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the rescue team. How humiliating is that? When it's like, man, I don't necessarily need like rescue. I'm just really bad at this. It, it was very, it was very embarrassing. So they put me on the back of one of the sleds and <laughs> just took me down. And that, that was the funnest. That was the funnest part. Yeah, I would say I if I could do that every time I would do it. <laughs> hey, man, I, I, I messed up, too. My, my, I had uh, lessons uh, in the morning. And uh, felt pretty confident about what I was doing. Skiing or snowboarding? Skiing. Okay. And I was doing blue runs, and that was fine. And uh, the instructor, he says, look, like, I just want let's just go up here. I, I'm pretty sure your skill levels is to the point where we can do this. Uh, we can do the run uh, from the top. And you know, you don't have to go all the way down to the bottom because Whistler's a pretty black tall Black or blue? Well, it was black. Um, hey, so you had lessons in the morning, and the instructor's well, I like, I, I hey, hey. I basic, you know, green blue skills depending sure. on the, the you know the the run some blues are more difficult than others but but i was doing a good job of being able to turn and, and keep my crap together and all that stuff so he's like man let's just do one and see how you do you, you follow me essentially right so this thing is called the like the dave murray downhill or whatever it is the downhill who did they name it after is I'm my first question dave murray or dale whoever I'm like was he a racing skier or is he just this some old the, benefactor this is the men's and women's olympic downhill run yes you should be on there i should Certainly. not be on this thing yes. he says hey man you got it i no no problem well the difference is that's a pretty high and compared to where we were skiing before there's a lot more ice so as far as getting an edge and all those things is a little more difficult because you're kind of sliding more into turns than you normally would. It's a lot steeper. Yes. I'm losing my freaking mind. <laughs> I am terrified. It looks like the, it looks like it's straight down. It, it does. Looks, when you go it, bad it, high. It looks like one of those water slides where you don't want to go down it. You don't feel like your back is touching the, the, the slide. It, yeah. it, there's a couple of things like that where I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. And I really did think I was going to die, and I did it. Are I, you making a mental note of this as the chairlift is taking you up, right? And you're looking down. I'm Are you thinking down, like, you know what? It did not look the same when you're looking going up <laughs> yeah. as far as the severity of the snow. No, when you when you're looking down that run, you you're like, you kind of oh, like I, I got this, you know what yeah. I mean? But when you get to the top and you look down, you're like, 
oh my God. And when he says, let's go, you've got to go because I need to follow him. Also, snow is coming down. Visibility is horrible. By the time I got to the lodge, that was the last day. And I, 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 I knew in my, I knew in my mind that I will never go skiing again. I knew what I knew. I, so I what if we said we're just going green? I'm not saying it. Nope. I didn't say anything to my wife at the bar. <laughs> My heart, I was nervous. Like my, my stomach was still anxious. I'm like, I am never skiing again. I don't find this to be enjoyable. That was absolutely terrifying to me. And I'm cold and, and scared. And, and this sucks. I'm cold and scared. And it's, I can't see because of the goggles and I wear glasses and I have contacts. You know, like my visibility is horrible. My skiing skills suck. I'm going to rip my knee out. I'm going to go. I'm going to Sonny Bono this mother one day because I, I have a hard time turning on ice. Like I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it anymore. Instead of naked and afraid, they should make a show just called Cold and Scared. Man. And it's just Miles going down the Black oh, Diamond. Yeah. Cold and Would scared. Would you ever go snowmobiling again? I was just about to say, no. Okay. Even flat plains. There are no mountains. There's Doesn't no matter. There's, there's snow fences. There's all kinds of stuff. I, I would, maybe, I guess, if I'm in Michigan, I don't know. The, we, <laughs> the one time I did it was up in uh, Chelan. Yeah. So, like, you're at Lake Chelan. You go all the way up top. Then you get in these mountains. But, like, I flipped it. It landed. I mean, it threw me off. It was upside down, hanging off a cliff. We got that going. But then also there was a point where I kind of, the back end kind of fell off and I had to gun it. Yeah. But I mean, right now, even telling that story for that. To try to get up a hill. Right. So I tried to turn around on the road and I, I, there wasn't enough room. So the back end slipped off. And this time I remembered, gun it. Right. And, but I mean, it dropped. I, I, to me, that's the closest I've physically been to death. I know when I cracked my head, I was probably closer, but I wasn't aware of it. Right, yes. yeah, like, right now, I can still have that feeling of that back end. You look like it, man. And I mean, I'm telling you, I remember when we got back to the house, like sitting outside, and I was like, I'm just going to smoke some weed. I got to chill out. And I had to go inside and get somebody else to light it because my I was still shaking right. from really? fear. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I was shaking yeah. by the time I got down to the lift. I didn't yeah. take that lift all the way down because it's just so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like two or three other places that stop and let you out on the way to the top of this mountain. So I, I, I just got back. I, I got on a tram to go down the rest of the way after we got past the, the, the crap. I'm like, because my, my legs were rubber. I could not feel them. I, my, my yeah, whole, it's frightening. My whole body was just yeah. like anxious. I felt like, you know, like my stomach had butterflies in it. I was shaking. I was sweating. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 10 degrees and I'm sweating. I'm pitting. Because I'm just, my shoulders are all hunched up and I got a neck headache, you know what I mean, coming yeah. out of my shoulder. I'm just like, this sucks. I hate this. I hate this. And it's not cheap. That's, yeah, you spend and a lot of money. it's not cheap no. to get the skis, to get the gear. The boots are cutting into my feet. I had to punch nine million times. It still right. didn't matter. It still hurt like hell. Like Everything about it just sucked. Can't stand it. What happened to make you say I'll never do that again? Two zero six eight zero three. Rob, I mean, I'm with you. I would still go. Like I, I do want to snowboard again, but I would also like sometimes it's just fun kicking it at the lodge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. No, nobody fun. knows if I've done That's a couple fun. runs or not. Doesn't like, matter. I got mine in this morning. They have mm-hmm. alcohol. And yeah. it's warm. Like you put those two things together. Like yeah, I'm, I'm going there. Yeah, and every once in a while, I just walk off, walk outside, and like. You know, kind of shake off my board and kind of give and me the impression right of yeah. going on a run. <laughs> Hello, Breck. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, gentlemen. Hola. Okay, so I originally called to tell you how I was never going to work food service again because I was threatened by a dude who was high on heroin and uh, almost stabbed me with a knife. But you guys were talking about <laughs> the chip challenge, and that reminded me. So I, when I got out of the Army, we I drove from uh, North Carolina Back to Washington, and that's a really long drive. So how many days did that take you? Three? 
No, because we stopped and saw friends and family along the way. I think okay. we did in seven. Okay. All right. All right. I took your time. And, and we saw, we sightsee. That was the first time I ever went to like Nashville. We stopped in Nashville and, uh, Memphis, great. I loved saw the went, saw the Johnny Cash Museum and that was great and stuff and a couple of places like Denver. But anyhow, we stopped in uh, Lubbock, Texas. And uh, have why you ever been to a? Did you need gas or something? I mean, honest to God, no. Listen, I've been through Lubbock once, and the reason we were there, either we to see stayed Waylon, in a, Willie and the boys. It was either like to go to a motel to get gas. The car broke down. Someone had to pee, but like it was not quote unquote a destination for us. No, but they have a Fuddruckers burger. <laughs> oh, 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 Fuddruckers. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Exactly. So we were at, we were starving because we didn't eat breakfast, and we were just trucking it to make time because we were spending all our time seeing the sights, right? And they have the three-pound bur burger challenge, and me and my dad both ordered it. You get a three-pound burger with all the fixings and a pound of fries, and I forget what you how long you have to eat it. Um but if you eat it in under a certain amount of time, it's free, and you get meal vouchers and the shirt and your name on the wall and everything else. But anyhow, long story short, my dad doesn't make it another time, and I end up throwing up halfway through it. And I will never do another food challenge ever again. And let me ask you this. When you throw up, are you still at the table, or did you have enough time to excuse yourself and get to a bathroom? Oh, no. They, they give you a bucket. Oh, it's, God. Uh, they give you a bucket? So wait a minute. In I'm at a restaurant. I'm at the table next to you, right? I'm just sitting there with the <laughs> wife and kids. And you guys decide to do this challenge, and they bring over buckets, and sadly, as I'm trying to, I don't know, talk to my kids about Pokemon, I'm listening to you retch into a bucket behind me. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> oh, it is Lubbock, uh, Texas. I was going to say, that's very Texas. Right, three-pound no, burger, no, a pound of fries in an hour. But In an hour. How, how long, how, let me see. how oh far my. did you make it that's into a, the burger? That is a big-ass hammer. No, I finished about... Two thirds, or at least, and then about half the fries, because you get, a, as I said, you get a pound of fries, and um, I just was could not, I could not do it. My stomach could not hold that much food. How long did it take you to, just to eat a normal hamburger, then? Oh, I could throw down like a normal burger in like two, two minutes, three minutes, but like this thing was just like, oh my goodness, too much. And I think it was because like we were in the car. And your body isn't like activating, you know, it's not moving in bunch. So you're like, you don't need as much food. So you're like, you're already kind of like sluggish from doing all that. Maybe if I had like walked around or, you know, done some exercising beforehand, been a little bit better uh, physical condition. Maybe, man. I, okay. I, only, I, know, I did that once and I did not know it was a challenge. It was a Dagwood set. We were in Chicago. Can't remember the, like, boogies, whatever. But I ordered the Dagwood. Because, again, super broke, but this sandwich looked good and it had the most food. So I ordered this thing. And, again, I don't know it's a challenge. I don't see the Dagwood. I order. And the waiter has one of those headset microphones on. So when I place the order, as soon as I say, oh, hey, man, uh, yeah, and I'll take the Dagwood. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have someone doing the Dagwood challenge. And I'm like, are you talking about me? He's like, yes, sir. If you can finish this in, I think it was 15 minutes or something, your meal is free and you get a free dessert. To their credit, they do not know what it's like to be super broke. Because I'm like, oh, I'm going to eat the piss out of this thing, bro. This is the most food <laughs> I've had in one sitting. And so I crushed. And again, I think if I went in thinking it was a challenge, I probably wouldn't have done it. As opposed to, I'm really, really hungry. I have enough money mm -hmm. on this day to buy the. I took that bad boy down, got a piece of cheesecake, and they brought it to me to go. And I'm like, no, bro, I want this on a plate. I don't yeah. think you understand what being broke is. I'm I got to ask this. you, man. What, what, what happened when you almost got stabbed? Oh, 
okay, so I, I, I before like I got my degree and stuff and doing what I do now, like I, working in kitchens was uh, kind of like my life. Um, as many of you know, it's it's uh, it's a uh, working as food service bartender and chef, and it's um, you meet a lot of interesting characters. Anyhow, I worked <laughs> at a pretty high end restaurant up in Federal Way. I lived in Olympia and drove up there and closing shift and uh this di- we were training a, a dishwasher to be prep cook and try to earn his stripes and get up up the ladder and i was helping this dude and it was obvious he was on something and he always wore long shirts so or like the little uh the netted material i'm pretty sure he was he was doing uh smack so i was like hey man you need some help and i was just trying to show him some like basic knife work because he was not uh, holding his knife correctly, and it was, you know, sl- it was really slopping all over the board. It's like, hey, man, if you keep doing it that way, you're going to cut yourself yep. and bleed all over the place, and we don't need that here. And it's not super high-end. I won't na- mention the place, but it was, like, you know, pretty good restaurant. And he's just like, man, he got super agitated. And I was like, you know, I can't concentrate. And you're, you're just standing over me and yelling at me a whole bunch. And I'm like, dude, you need to calm down. I'm just trying to give you some pointers, all this, you know. And then he uh, just basically lost it and started to be like, hey, why don't you do this, this, and this, and this? A whole bunch of expletives you can't say on the radio. And um was like, yeah, yeah, well, how about I just shove this knife in you? And I'm like, dude, <laughs> you need to just back up and, and leave right now. I will close out. I will wash the dishes. And the thing is, I haven't worked in food service so long. I know that everyone is either a cocaine addict or uh, a d- a drinking alcohol like crazy yes so it's, it comes with with the heron with the with the prospects but when you dip into the h and you start smoking a mess that's when you know and i understand everyone has vices especially in the kitchen and you want to learn you know you're, you're coming up in the world and stuff and you you want to do it and it's a hard environment especially when you get up in the upper rings of restaurant and, you know people aren't nice to you it's it's the opposite it's you know it's so, not for everyone, that's mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. No, exactly, and you got to take it with tough love. And the thing is, it's not like they don't care about you. It's like they they do care about you. It's just you got you got to do it. You've the, the got way. to do it a certain way in a certain exactly. amount of time. Mm-hmm. Period. I mean, that's it. That's the whole thing about it. our question. What happened to make you say, "I will never do that again"? Two zero six eight zero three. Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 